0: my name is mary and i'm shelly and this is the podcast where we tell you and each other about the spooky scary strange interesting stuff that happens in canada like true crime murder well that's true crime Mm. um cryptids hauntings
1: uh, ufos
0: uh, urban uh, legends etc (laughs) etc (laughs) etc look i'm half asleep okay yeah uh oh yeah keep going yeah um so possible trigger warnings because we are talking about some usually dark things. Uh, obviously, true crime could entail talks of torture, murder, sexual assault, rape, drug use, mental health talk, etc. Et um, we'll try to mention specific stuff in the episode itself and also yeah, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. description. Yeah. Uh, but usually, like, we'll forget in the episode. So check the Ooh. description. I In today's actual, like... Um, Notes I, I literally wrote like the <laughs> like at this point say trigger warnings <laughs> because oh, I have yeah we've <laughs> had we've had a few of those where yeah. it's like oh I know this is going to be like mm. bad mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes you know oh, if for, we I'll have this one or whatever like the other day yeah. when I missed like the animal abuse but I put that in the thing yeah and we have the privilege of not being affected by a lot of these things so we yeah. don't necessarily think about it yeah um the other warning is that we do swear and we're not even sorry about yeah. that yeah yeah <laughs> no, no apologies for that no um and w- yeah what's good? Go? what's good <laughs> nothing i'm tired yeah i'm tired and half asleep and really really full because mm. we just had shit for we lunch we went to wendy's look man tmi time i'm on my period shelly's exhausted i was like you know what sounds great Actually, what I, te- what I technically said was, I won't say no to Wendy's right now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say yes to Wendy's, I don't yeah, think. I think too. it just happened. You're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> sure. I was like, we're going to Wendy's. Because I didn't have anything I was craving in particular. No, and whatever, man. I've been... Okay, so I, I started a new medication recently because... What is this podcast if we're not talking about how tired we are and how medicated we are? Um, it's called <laughs> not on many mini- medications. You aren't, but I, in Just the last few mess. months, I, or in the last within the last year, I should say, I went from being on no medication ever to like having regular daily medications. But anyway, um, I'm on spironolactone. I totally spelled that correctly. Um, and it's supposed to help with my insulin resistance, like some of the uh side effects for the PCOS, the polycystic ovarian syndrome that I do have. Um, but it's also like a- can't you say PCOS. I just think of POS, like a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> which I think, I think I of mean, PO,
1: POS like
0: a point of sales. I also think of POCs, which is like people of color. But when people oh. pluralize the. Anyway, um, but, like, it's, like, a blood pressure medication as well, you know, so they they treat it, they use it to treat blood people with blood pressure, and they also use it to treat people like me. So it lowers blood pressure? It lowers blood pressure, but I don't have, I know, I don't have high blood pressure. Yeah. So, like, it's been making me exhausted, and I know it's a transition period, I know, I get it, it's only, like, day five or whatever that I'm taking it, but, like, um, I'm supposed to take it at night because... It's supposed to like I don't know, like I was warned that it was going to make me pee a lot. It makes me pee a little bit more, but I mean, I always drink a lot of water anyway. Yeah. So and caffeine does not help. No. So I'm used to like hitting up the bathroom on a regular, but like it's just like it's supposed to make me drowsy, but it makes me wired for, for like 4 hours. Oh no. And then I'm drowsy for the next 16 hours. Oh. And like it's been rough going to work all week because I've yeah. been, I've been I've been at work and like half asleep and like bored out of my mind because like n- like the reason why I was at work at the clinic all week is because everybody's on vacation (laughs) so it's like there's no one in there and I'm I did everything by the by the first day like yeah like it was literally by like 10 a.m. I had finished everything and I was like I have a whole week left there's a certain point where you just turn off the music and just have a dance party I just sat on my phone and it's like and like no one blamed me because the physiotherapist will come and be like oh boy it's real slow and I'm like I don't know I'm so bored I can't remember if I mentioned it on this podcast but when I did that one 12-hour night shift and I ran out of things to do, I was literally just sitting there staring at the wall. I looked like I was possessed. Yeah. If Like, the the shutters are closed on the big receiving window so no one would actually see Mm -hmm. me. But if you were to walk by... It probably looks fucked. Yeah. 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 Well, in this case, like, at one point, like, I literally was just, like, wiping down any random surface. (laughs) And one of the physiotherapists walked by with her patient and she looked at me she's like, Mary is bored. And I was like, I'm so bored. (laughs) But, like, um... Yeah, so, like, I, I have, okay, so the reason why I mentioned the meds is because I haven't noticed their effect other than that on me, because when I take them, I take them when I go to bed. So I'm just laying there mm-hmm. on my phone, staring at the ceiling, waiting for sleep to finally grace me. <laughs> Were you going to say death? Yeah, right? Yeah, I was, I was. But, um, last night, I-, I went through, like, I started purging the fuck out of my room. I have decided I'm cleaning it, and I'm going to paint it, and I'm going to change everything, because it's still very much my teenage hood. Yeah. And, like... Like, don't at me, but there's, like, (laughs) there's, like, fandom shit all over the walls and shit I haven't even watched in years. When was the last time I watched Doctor Who? Literally, probably, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, that was the last time I sat down and watched Doctor Who or, like, just a bunch of shit like that. And it's, like, I just want to get rid of all of it and just, like, finally be an adult and get rid of some of the front And get rid of your TARDIS light switch. Yeah. You know what? That was actually a gift from my youngest brother, Rudy. Oh. For Christmas one year.
1: When so he we, wasn't
0: an asshole? When he wasn't an asshole. So we switched it out. And, like, I, 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 I haven't even noticed. But I probably should switch it back to just a regular one, shouldn't I? Probably. But anyway, um, so I was cleaning like a, like, like, like it was like I a my life to, possessed. Yeah, literally. Like, I didn't show you my closet before, but I should show you it now. It's, like, empty. Wow. And, like, I emptied out. I know my desk still looks like a mess, but this is actually, like, there was so much crap in those drawers up there in there and it's all wiped away it's just spread out now because i have to actually go through the rest of it and i went through the drawers underneath the beds i still have a lot to you do have drawers under the bed yeah uh, there's four of them but what three of them are being... <laughs> how do i not know this i know the number right? of times but, i come over i know but literally though but like the three three of them are just have my mom's stuff in them oh so there's one of them that's my craft door and that's where i just have dumped all my shit so I just... But I, like, I want to dump out everything. And I want to paint everything and change it all. Um, and so, like, I was moving around a lot. I take, I took my pills because I was like, you know what? Why don't I take them now and then live through the wired portion of the pill experience <laughs> and then fall asleep when I'm done? So I took them and I'm working away, I'm working away. I started to feel kind of woozy. But I was like, oh, maybe I just need to pop open in the window and drink some water. So I did. And I, like... I'm doing more stuff, and I started to take stuff to take it down to the... Oh, you didn't see the front door, by the way. I literally... When you came today, I had just finished taking all the garbage out into the garage and sorting it. I walked inside, and then I went into the bathroom, and that's when you came. Oh. And you texted me, and I was like, I'm... uh, I'll oh, be there in a moment. <laughs> um but like Should we talk about why you were preoccupied? We can. It is very TMI. I was literally like mid tampon change and I was like, Um, please hold But like it was it was like uh, so I had I was taking stuff downstairs and like halfway through I got really dizzy and then I just completely wiped the last few steps yeah. on the stairs. Like I tanked. I just nosedived on the ground and like Rudy came out of the room. He's like, Oh my god, are you okay? And I like Everything was everywhere. But, like, I was, like, I didn't even, I was, I didn't know what happened. You know what I mean? Like, I just, like, looked around me. I was, like, dude, I'm on your meds. And I, like, I'm dizzy. So, like, I, like, slowly got up. And, like, I went to the bathroom to splash some water on my face. I was, like, pale as fuck. And, like, I was, like, so clammy. And I didn't notice when I had become so clammy. Like, I, I needed to sit. Yeah. And, like, so I, like, washed my face, drank some water, and, like, just took it easy. And it took an hour for my face to finally pink up again and like, oh, wow. you know, like for the blood to start flowing again and for me to feel better. But it was just kind of like, my bad. I feel like medications just don't have an effect on me because I used to be prescribed um, beta blockers, mm. which is also a blood pressure medication Okay. Um, for my migraines. Oh, that makes sense. And okay. I already have slightly low, like it's not low blood pressure. It's yeah. just lower than, you know, the average or the expected... Um, Not by much, though. Like, the median or whatever? Yeah, because it's, like, I think the average for adults is, like, 120 over 80. I think I was, like, 100 over 60 or something like that. That's not terrible. Yeah, so it's not, like, I'm not in danger of anything. And then the doctor did, like, check my blood pressure and stuff before prescribing me this, so it wasn't, like, a concern. It literally had no effect on me. That's I don't think it changed my blood amazing. pressure. It didn't change my migraine frequency. I medications really just don't have much of an effect on me. I'm the total opposite. I think I'm a I have bitch. like Captain America's metabolism but not his physique. You you do have a very <laughs> high metabolism which which is I hunger fast. You do, but that's yeah. helpful because then you don't get as affected. Like yeah. um, unless when you want it to be effective know. And, and then you're, you're like, just Whoa. like, "Oh." Cuz my migraine struggles, man. Yeah. So it's a yeah. blessing and a curse. Yeah. Well, because like both, uh, like my antidepressants as well are they're both okay. Both are supposed to make me drowsy,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: they do the exact opposite. Like my antidepressants, they What's don't the opposite of drowsy. I'm wired. Oh, I'm completely wired. Like it's supposed to like you're supposed to take it before bed and go to sleep. I transitioned to taking my antidepressants in the morning because like because <laughs> you're like bouncing. Off I balls. couldn't take it anymore, dude. Yeah. Like, and I didn't. I waited till I was done with school because I didn't want to. Ha- because like your brain will like the last few weeks like the reason why I'm experiencing so much finally like energy to clean this is because my brain has been transitioning for the last month Um. you know what I mean like I'm on top of being sick twice in a month like my brain was just like I was just tired all the time like I'd had no motivation to do anything this room was you haven't been here in a bit it got bad and it was bad while you were here it got bad (laughs) and like because like because your brain is transitioning and I knew so like when I was like depressed as fuck I'm like it's because I'm switching the time that I'm putting this in my body. And yeah. because I'm a very mature and responsible adult, um, I miss my meds quite a few times because I'm like, fuck, it's the morning and I miss it. Oh, um, you need so, one of those like daily reminder apps. Yeah, but that's why I moved them to beside my bed oh. because I had them elsewhere. Because, I will forget. <laughs> well, I, I have two. But like now that there's two of them and I think because I have to consciously take them twice a day, I've been a lot better at it mm. because twice a day in the morning I wake up, I have to take it at night. I come back, I have to take it. But, um, so like I was, um, I, I switched it to the morning because like I would take them like, and I tried, I used to take them at 1am because I used to stay up till 1am. So they told me to take it right before bed. So I was like, okay, I'll just do 1am every day and then I'll pass out. Nope. So I I transitioned it to midnight. Nope. 11. Nope. 10. Nope. So it was just kind of like, you know what? I'm just going to take them in the morning because I'm sick of this. Um, But I don't know what to do about the blood pressure medication because I clearly can't take them if they're going to make me pass out, Mm -hmm. if I'm going to be up and about. So I don't know. I'll wait till I'm on them for a while before I make any big changes and like I get used to them Mm -hmm. so it doesn't shock my body like that. But that's that. Yeah, that was a very long way of (laughs) very long roundabout way of telling you the story. My new medication. But I have to do a blood test for them to see if they're working even, so. Fun times. That's my expertise. Right. Actually, no, I'm not really doing any of the biochemistry stuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because no. it's microbiology. Right, yeah. yeah. So, like, if you get a nasty infection, mm. which you have mm. <laughs> a couple times. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to find a doctor who will take me to, like, assess me, by the way. But I don't have symptoms right now, so it's going to be harder for, like, because that keep... your throat thing? yeah. And so, like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm yeah. S- still no, you just have to wait till you get sick again and be like, do a fucking throat swab, yeah. please. I, I've been suggested that I might have post-nasal drip. Okay. Which is causing me to be sick so often, which is, I don't know. I don't um, understand it. I don't know. It was like, or, or like chronic's, uh, chronic, whatever. Anyway, moving on because we... Yeah, actually, we haven't been talking that long. It's only been 13 minutes. Go for it. Go for us. <laughs> we usually have 30 minutes before we're like, um... Shelly's very tired. So, I'm, like, I'm, I'm out of it. Yeah, like, so. I, don't, I don't even understand why. I think probably because my hours in the past couple work weeks have been all over the place. Mm. Like, before I was consistently working, like, one particular shift. Mm. And then now I've started flip-flop yeah like I was doing evenings and I did a couple weekends and then I did like I worked for eight days straight had two days rest worked for two more days and then now I'm on my two-day rest again and then I'm working and I've got a couple like my schedule has been posted and there's a couple weeks where I'm working pretty much seven days straight Jeez, um that fucks with you man like that fucks yeah like it does like I guess because I'm I was used to that routine of mm. you know work for 5 days weekend work for 5 yeah. days weekend. Yeah. And then not having such a strict schedule does confuse me with a bit that odd. periodic break, right? Yeah. Like the 5 days break, 5 days break like Yeah. I mean like it's not like doing the extra one or two days is that bad. Mhm. It's just like disorienting yeah because i come back to work and i'm like i feel like i've been off for so long but really i've only just been off for two days right so. which but that fucks with you man that fucks with you yeah i mean it's okay yeah it's not that bad I, it could be worse i could be doing more 12 hour long night <laughs> where you just walk by and samara is just like staring at the fucking wall and like falling out of the computer i mean look my hair's short now so i don't look like I well, it's actually Sadako. Is it Sadako, the Japanese one? Okay. Sadako. Oh. I guess the jap. That makes uh, sense. Yeah. Because I'm referring to the uh. The white. The Americanized. The butchered. If. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. So I'm. Yeah, I'm out of it. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I can. Um, I also haven't been going kickboxing as often because of. Like this week, I'm not even sure if I can go at all. Because yeah. they have specific class times. Right. And it takes me an hour and a half to get to work. And I have to shower if I'm going yeah. kickboxing. Like, I'm not. There's a guy at work who would come straight after a workout and he's literally dripping wet. Oh. It's disgusting. Like, that is he, gross. he had his jacket hanging by a chair and I walked by it, and it was wet and I was like, is it raining outside or something? And he's like, oh no, that's just sweat. And I'm like, oh my oh, God, that's disgusting. Yeah. Like <laughs> oh like, god, he's not that well. <laughs> that's gross. That's people gross. tolerate him out of you know professionalism. Tolerate but, is a word you're using here, so that's yeah. that, that's that more than speaks like fuck. Yeah. Um, We're like go take a shower, and he's like, where would I shower? And I'm like, the anywhere, gym, fucking dude. I yeah, don't know. like <laughs> the gym or where dry you just off came from dude. Like dry off. I don't know. Fuck, like do that's something. Disgusting. He I'm doesn't sorry. have strong bo, so at least there's that. Ugh but, but still, still yeah still and you know people have definitely made comments about his poor hygiene Aww. and we work in a hospital microbiology jesus lab let, let that sink in jesus christ that's n- 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 i hate that I'm also sorry. i found out yesterday that this guy's least favorite specimens to process are vaginal swabs of or course. vaginal swabs of course he's like it's very gross and i'm like it Like, of all the things that we, we literally deal with people's shit. Mm. Like, literal shit. Mm. I hold my breath every time I, like, have to open those. And then people are like, oh, no, it's stinky. I'm like, I can't smell it. Ha ha. (laughs) But we literally deal with shit. And your least favorite samples are vaginal swabs. Vaginal. Vaginal. I keep saying vaginal. Vaginal. Everyone's like, vaginal, hee hee hee. And I'm like, look, English is my third language. Vaginal. My, my coworker, because she's from Russia. Mm. Um, she immigrated Mm. here pretty young, Mm. but she was saying, like, computer, and I'm like, what? And she's like, she's like, because that's how it's spelled. And I'm like, no, it's not. And she's like, oh, that's how it's spelled in Russian. (laughs) Well, that's because I was like, I was born and raised here, but my parents, um, because they're immigrants, they say specific English words with different, um, inflections and different emphasis on different parts of the words yeah because that's how it is in their language so the amount of words that i found out i've been saying fucking wrong because like i just i'm a kid i I I picked it up from them i used to pronounce calculator as calculator that's cute that's cute because i just see ca and i'm like fuck the rest right (laughs) mood (laughs) mood calculator oh man i can't wait to fucking finish this room yeah. Yeah. I wanna redo my room too. Yeah. But, but I I've have already redone and I got no money. I have to do it in a week's time. So we're balls to the walling it. Um eh. but I'm excited. Nah. Same. Anyway, do you shall, wanna go ahead? Yeah, shall we get started? Yes. I'm doing a story I stole from Mary. Yeah. <laughs> Shamelessly <laughs> through, I was like, let me just send you this. i look, like <laughs> we've we just spent ten minutes talking about how tired we yeah, are, right? No. Like and it's it's one that I, I have started like saving some oh, because like I'll, I'll come across them and then later on i'm struggling to find something so. i've had the um age-old millennial struggle of having tabs open because i want to do those stories and then
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> it yep. restarts on yep. me yep. Yep, 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 <laughs> and i lost gone. them
0: yeah so there's okay. that um so i'm gonna be doing the uh, club le Cinq, mm-hmm which is club five very yeah very mispronounced um, it is a popular nightclub in Montreal, um, which, if you couldn't guess, is haunted. <laughs> um, so I said that this sounds Fuck. like the premise of a amazingly campy horror movie. Yes. So, Which I'm about. Let's get into it. So this club was once the site of Joseph C. Ray and Brother's funeral home. Hell yeah. That's right. It's a nightclub that used to be a funeral home. It kind of reminds me of Haunting of Hill House. Because a funeral home was like... Yeah. Part like, of her house. Yeah, but it wasn't like repurposed. Or Into a nightclub? Yeah, No, not was, quite. Um, can you imagine? That's an entirely different show. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Scary Movie 17. It's just going to be Haunting of Hill House as a nightclub. Yes. Um, so it was actually used for decades. By coroners and funeral directors. Um, it's a now a popular place to party. Hell yeah. So it was originally constructed in 1859 by David R. Wood, who was a wealthy businessman. Mm-hmm. It's a gorgeous, totally looks haunted house. Love that. Like, this it's, picture... It's beautiful. It is a beautiful home. picture looks... Like, you you picture Mary, a silhouette there. Mary, future Mary, post that on Instagram. I've been better about that stuff. I've been posting stuff to Instagram. I'm still shit at social media, yes. so let's not get there. <laughs> nice. um, in the late 1800s, the house was purchased by Sir Alexander Tillich Galt. See? I think. I think. <laughs> no. I don't know. He's a politician and was a father of the Canadian Confederation. Um, for those of you who don't know confederation was 1867 mm-hmm. which was when canada became a country um though not first. not independent from england or britain that was in 1931 with the statute of westminster which i don't remember i don't know why i remember this but i do how do you fucking know 10th grade <laughs> history class how did that even stick i hated history i don't know i had a really good teacher though Oh, oh, I don't know. She was a fantastic teacher. Yeah. When she was talking about the Great Depression, and she was talking about how, like, you know, in the twenties it was all swinging, right, 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 and then it started to spiral down. And Mm. you know what she did when she said that? She literally just twirled. She's like, it spiraled down. That's so cute. Yeah. You know, I I I had a good prof for the first month, the first six weeks, and then he went off to work as a counselor, and then got replaced. And that's when my marks oh. declined because I didn't like her. Okay, so you might be right. Okay, never mind. Continue. Um, uh, hold on. Where am I? <laughs> Mood. Okay, so this dude was one of, he was linked to one of the most prominent Montreal families um, when he got married to Elliot? Hmm. Torrance? Elliot? Elliot. Elliot? Yeah, Elliot. I've, it's, I've, it's a masculine it really spelling of tea. Elliot. Is there usually with T, though? Yeah. Two T's? Two T's? You can anyway, do two L's, two T's, uh, one L, two T's, know, the other white way people around. Names, man. <laughs> Same. Um, with Elliot Torrance, daughter of merchant John Torrance. Hmm. Um, but unfortunately, his wife died on May 25th, 1850, which was just about two years after their marriage. May 25th is today, the day that we're recording. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, wait, what year? 1850. I can't math. 1950 is 100, to. and then 2000, 150, 100 and... 119 years ago. N- no, more. No, yes, more. 150, 169. Yes. I missed nice. 50 for some reason. Nice. Um, 169 years ago. After giving birth to a son also named Elliot. Okay, the name Elliot must have been a typo Elliot, on this, Elliot, Elliot, on this Elliot, uh, Elliot, article Elliot, that I'm reading. Elliot, Elliot, Elliot. <laughs> I don't think her name was Elliot. <laughs> Elliot Moose. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> anyway, the following year, he married his deceased wife's younger sister, Amy. I mean, keep it in the family, I guess. Um, I, look, they didn't, I don't think they married for love. No, no. This was not the time for that. No, no. Um, and the two of them had a, a total... Uh, which is the wording in the article, a total of two sons and eight daughters. That's a lot of babies. Yeah, but back then. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in the early 1890s, he contracted throat cancer. Oh. Um, and, well, it was shit times for him, basically. Yeah. So he rarely left the house. In 19, or 1893, he underwent a tracheotomy, Ooh. which is when they put the little hole in yeah. your windpipe um, to help him breathe. That's bad news bears. Yeah, he wasn't able to speak. um, And so he had to basically, he could only write. And then shortly before dawn on September 19th of that year, he passed away. And then two days later, an imposing funeral was held in Mount Royal Cemetery. Um, And they're like, this funeral would ultimately foreshadow the future repurposing of the building. Okay. So up until this point, it was just a home. Oh. Not a funeral home, just a home-home. A home-home. A home-home. Uh, in 1902, the residence was bought by funeral di- 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 directors. I don't know why Same. I had so... I almost said detectors. Funeral oh detectors. They detect funerals. Same. Um, by the people who owned the funeral home, Joseph C. Brays and others um, and that was when it was converted to a funeral home and blah 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 blah, blah not Same. that important Same. in 1970 the company moved to a new facility um, and the funeral home was then abandoned this building would sit empty for the next eight years jeez okay and of course there was talk about ghosts um, and it wasn't long before the old funeral home began taking on the reputation of being haunted Ooh. Uh, I mean, like, it looks creepy as fuck. It does. It does. So, in 1978, it was bought and finally repurposed into a elegant nightclub. Okay. Um, over the years, the nightclub has hosted celebrities including Mick Jagger. Okay. Boy George. Is it Louis Vega or Louis Vega? Louis Vega. Louis Vega. And the cast of Cirque du Soleil. I guess, Yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, so the club has changed uh, names several times. It went from, like, Club L'Esprit, like, Club Spirit. Oh, okay. Uh, club 1234, because its address was 1234 Whatever, yeah. Tanya, um, And then World Beat Complex. Same. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and finally, Club Le Um And throughout its entire history of being a thriving nightclub, it's still set to be haunted. mm and all three floors of the nightclub were reputed to have um, paranormal activity. Okay. So we'll start from the bottom. Literally. Right here. Okay, yep. Uh, in the basement, which is the location of the so-called infamous ladies' washroom. Oh, my God. Which is where the mortuary used to be. Love that. Love that respect they're giving Love us. That. Yeah, for sure, right? Um, patrons would sometimes encounter a ghostly woman with a jagged scar running the length of her chest which appears to be the handiwork of a mortician so maybe like that y stitching oh when they i got gotcha. Well no that's no that's for an autopsy cuz they actually open yeah, up the yeah. hole. but sometimes i don't really know what morticians do other than the y cuz the yeah. the y is for autopsy though cuz yeah. they have to remove everything right right to weigh it and shit Hmm. Literally, it's just it's just weighing Yeah, an in. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, um, yeah. Over the years, there have been lots of similar encounters, and female clients are often warm, warned never Same. to enter the bathroom alone. Mm. Um, on the ground floor, where the bars and dance floor are located, during one renovation, workers saw a large ball of light floating through the air towards them. Okay. They complained to the owner, who was like... Pfft. They complained <laughs> to the owner. Okay. Well, I Sir, mean- sir, your ball of light <laughs> is, is on the loose. Can, sir? Uh, it's Elliot. Because <laughs> Elliot is on the loose. Oh, my God. Elliot, 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 Elliot. <laughs> um, later that evening, the owner dropped to check on how the renovations were going and he noticed a, quote, tall, beautiful woman standing by the bar with her face turned away. How do you know if she's beautiful if her face is turned away? I'm yeah. sorry, I'm really angry. Yeah. I just, these stories, man. I know, but they they, they fluff it up so much yeah. that you're just like, can you fucking get to the fucking point? <laughs> like, um, so the estash- estash- establish mood. Mm-hmm. Same. Establishment. Wasn't open to the public yet since, again, they're undergoing renovations. Mm. I think this was between it from being, like, one nightclub name to another. Mm. Like, it was switching hands. Gotcha. Um, So there really shouldn't be a person there. Yeah. The owner approached her, sat on a nearby bar stool, and asked if he could help her. Okay. Because, I mean, to be fair, like, maybe she wandered in and got lost. Right, right, right. The woman turned around and, quote, the owner almost fell off his stool. She had no face? Yep. (laughs) The woman had no face. It was as though it had been surgically removed. So, does that mean it was just like raw flesh? That's, that's, yeah, no, for real. Does that mean that she she was just like muscle? Gushy mush? or Or is it just like. Like, you know, that Body Works exhibition? Yeah. Is it just like that? Or is it, like, just a smooth, like, Ken doll situation, but yeah, on the face? Yeah, I don't know, because it said it was surgically removed, so I'm just imagining, like, a cutaway. An actual of cutaway, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so he freaked out and left, leaving the uh, renovations unfinished. Okay. Also on the ground level, a mysterious table near the check coat area has been known to fling itself across the room. Mood! <laughs> Full <laughs> mood. like just me flipping tables. Literally. Um, it's rumored to be in that location where the table was that they would put, like, the cosmetic touches on the corpses mm. for displays during the viewing. Okay. Um, I mean, I guess some ghosts didn't like how their makeup turned out, and they oh, were flipping tables. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That I makes guess. That makes sense. I don't know. Well, I mean, if you, yeah, if you jank up somebody's face, you can't really complain, or can't really... Well, they're dead. Blame them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, upstairs, the attic is also reportedly haunted. All attics are haunted. That's also, I mood? Yep. We have an attic. Did I tell you that? No. It's a tiny crawl space. Oh, yeah, I guess so do we, technically. Yeah. Like, my room, you remember that little opening? Thing? Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's just, like, kind of where the wires and stuff are. That's it so. W- for us, it's through my parents' walk in closet. It's, oh. just, it's hard to get in there. My dad's been up there. He's like, it's terrible. Yeah, you know, like, my, yeah dad's, no shit, like... my dad's had to go up there to check on some lighting, and they had someone go up there to check up something else. Mm. I don't remember what. But I remember once I came home, and it was open, and I was like, Dad? <laughs> and, he, and he was, of course, being a little shit, and he's like, no, no one's been in your room. Oh, my God. Why is it? And I'm like, you can't fool me. Yeah, this is the wrong person to be yeah. trying to pull that shit with. You're just looking at him, you're like, are you going to say it, or do I have to get, you, get it out of you like... <laughs> I mean, obviously it was him. He was checking on the wiring up there, but he was, he was, he tried. Yeah. I'll I'll give him points for that. Yeah. That's like my dad. He, oh my God. Um, continue. And then I'll tell a very brief story about my father and then we'll continue. Yeah. Um, so from the street, people used to report seeing the image of a creepy spectral woman in the attic's dusty window. I wish people would call me a creepy spectral woman. Can you imagine? Like that, how ethereal sounding, a creepy spectral woman. Okay, please continue. <laughs> She's just staring at me like, Mary, shut up. Like, <laughs> um, apparently, that's one of the main reasons that the windows were recently boarded up. Okay. The attic is strictly off limits, but sometimes people go there by mistake or out of curiosity, mm. which does remind me, like, I think I mentioned going to the Keg Mansion and they had that upper level, which wasn't yes. really blocked off, but, like, it... Gave off like "do not enter" vibes. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, like if they didn't really block it off, they just kind of made it look like you shouldn't be there. Right. I could see how people could, especially drunk people. Could oh go yeah, up there yeah, 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 100%, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Or they like, go up there out of curiosity. That's just, yeah. I mean, I've, I've I can't say I haven't done that. So. Not um, bad. Once three staff members entered on a dare, Mood. and then bolted when they saw something floating near a wall. Yeah. Um, in another case, a celebrity's bodyguard went up there by mistake. Celebrity has not been named, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, he felt an invisible presence sitting nearby and reported that every hair in his body stood up. Mood. Um, he felt like he was intruding, so he left. Oh. And apparently it took almost a week for his goosebumps to subside. Yeah, that's not medically possible, but okay. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um, around 2005, a drunken girl was warned off by staff not to go to the attic. Mm. Um, of course, ignoring said warning. Of course. Um, she went upstairs when the staff weren't paying attention to mm. her. A few minutes later, people heard loud hysterical screaming and hollering at the top of her lungs the girl dove out of the attic window facing the street and jumped off the balcony. What the fuck! In a state of complete terror. Jesus. Luckily, the bouncers below were able to catch her. Now, like, okay. it's—I mean, it's pretty high up, but it's yeah, it's not high enough that unless you dove headfirst, I guess. Yeah, yeah like yeah. you would obviously get hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but not death history. hurt. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like bouncers are also big, buff, burly men, yeah. probably. Yeah. Good point. Um, so they would have probably been able to catch her. Yeah, it? for so it's sure, believable. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, they tried to calm her down, but they couldn't, and she had to be taken away uh, in an ambulance. Oh shit. Oh, yeah. Um. According to one witness, quote: "I used to bartend at 123 when it first opened from the fall of 2004 until fall of 2006. I was aware that night when the girl jumped out of the window. Yes, a bouncer caught her and brought her in. She was screaming out of the top of her lungs, didn't stop." And even not even when the police and the ambulance put her on a stretcher. Jesus. We were all freaking out. I thought she was possessed for a second. I never saw anyone scream like that. Holy shit. It was definitely that she saw someone something that scared her to her very core. But was right. it? Who knows? Yeah. Um so like of course with all these stories, uh, paranormal investigations started happening. Right, of course. Uh in two thousand four a Canadian television show called Creepy Canada, which I think I remember. Yeah. Uh yeah, featured yeah. the nightclub. In episode in season two, episode 10. If anyone wanted to look for it, um, the episode is simply titled 123 de la Montagne, which is the address. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in this video, the host explains that the club has a quote particularly menacing haunting, suggesting that. These are not passive ghosts, but aggressive apparitions. Okay. Or they could be passive-aggressive, which is my favorite kind of ghost. Yes. (laughs) Just, like, nudges your drawer, like, just a little. You've left it open. (laughs) It's in my ghosting way. Like, what are these dishes that you haven't done? Yeah. Um, Oh, lovely. You've had that water bottle sitting there for the last two weeks. (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh, Sorry, <laughs> i was the most passive no i wasn't even passive aggressive i can conf- oh, yeah. i like
1: i, I was tried aggressive to be, aggressive
0: i tried to be like i didn't want to point anyone out mm. when i was living away at school like yeah. i didn't want to point anyone out so that way i was passive aggressive but i was like no this cannot stand yeah and then i started becoming passive aggressive because straight up aggression did not work yeah so i just left notes everywhere I just straight up would fight with mine. I, w- I would look at her and oh, be like, yeah. "You're well, disgusting." She was, she was disgusting. <laughs> she was so gross. But another story for another day. Mm, um, in the episode Magali Brotons of Respect de Montreal mentions unsubstantiated rumors of necrophilia oh, within the mortuary that began to circulate when the old funeral home closed. Jesus. Um, she spe- she speculated that corpses stored in the old mortuary may have suffered deranged indignities. S- Okay. Um, I think, but that just seems like sensationalism. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. really does. Like, the rest of it is, like, so... I'm making hand gestures. You can't see them. The rest, it's so, like... What's it, that word that I'm looking for? Like, publicized. Yeah, it's, so, it's like... just kind of one of those things where, like, you know, no one feels comfortable around funeral mm-hmm. homes because there are dead bodies there and people don't like the idea of there being dead bodies there. Mm-hmm. And then once they up and leave, they kind of are like, oh, thank God, we can talk shit about them now. Yeah, 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 So it all just goes. Um, now, like, I, I don't know. I don't take any stock in that. No, neither do I. Um, oh, also this, I think this is the scar. That... Oh, just all the way down the center. Yeah. Okay. Which I guess kind of makes sense. Yeah, that does. Rather than the Y-shaped one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the episode recounted ghosts of mutilated women who have been autopsied and their terrifying encounters with both employees and guests of the nightclub. Okay. Uh, when it was, like, renamed as World Beat Complex after being abandoned for several years, the new owners tried to do something about the ghosts. Okay. You know, it's like rats. Yes, of course. You bring in the exterminator. Yep. That's exactly how it works. Um, according to then-staff member Monica Wazinski... Uh, following a bizarre encounter with a floating orb, professional witch was brought into the nightclub to try and exorcise the spirits. I didn't think witches did exorcisms. Same. They. Uh, they might cleanse of spirits. Yeah, I guess. Maybe. May maybe that is a way. Maybe exorcism was not quite the right word to yeah, use, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, the closest yeah, yeah. equivalent. Yeah. I don't know much about Wiccans and witches. No, neither do I. So I can't talk sh- like yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the witch performed some cleansing ceremonies. And while Monica Wazinski believes this helped lessen the number of ghosts, she, she thought that a lot of spirits still remained. Mm. Um, you can hear me typing. I'm literally just looking at paint swatches, by the way. I've just been, like, just looking at paint. But please continue. Like watching paint dry, but, like, not. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I'm just... Um, continue. <laughs> meanwhile, in 2010, ghost hunter Andre Robitaille... Uh, investigated the site which was at the time known as Club 1234, mm-hmm. which is a terrible name. Yeah, I don't, yeah, okay, like I get, I get, I get that it's because it's like in the location or whatever, but fucking come on. Yeah. Um, <sighs> oh, I caught your yacht. I'm out of coffee? <gasps> I am. <sighs> Lol. Yeah. After being invited to the club by owner dj mc mario dj wait are you not either just dj whatever or mc whatever usually (laughs) this guy's a little a little greedy here dj and mc yeah um so they asked medium roger mainville to conduct a paranormal investigation uh so in addition to witnessing doors opening and closing on their own record accord record um the owner and his wife also heard the disembodied voice of a 10 to 12-year-old girl singing. That's very specific. Yeah. That is uh, very specific, actually. You're right. DJ MC Mario. Sorry, I can't. <laughs> invited the paranormal investigators because he wanted to know if his nightclub could coexist in peace with the ghosts. Mm. At first, he was a non-believer, but then after purchasing the club, he began to experience the strange supernatural stuff. Yeah. Um, I can't explain it. I don't know what it is, but there is something there, is what he said. Okay. So there was a 12-person team um, that was conducting the investigation mm. and included both believers and skeptics. Okay. Uh, using, you know, your kind of typical ghost hunting tools like EMF recorders. Right, okay. Uh, or readers. That's EVP that I'm thinking of. Recorders. I think so. EMF is an yeah, yeah. electromagnetic field. Um, and digital cameras... They first went out to check the ladies' washroom in the basement, mm. and in one photo, the image of a spectral woman's face appeared. I don't see how that's a woman's face, though. If it is uh, anything, it just looks like really bad grain. Yeah. Um, that's a thing. I'll, I'll they make need sure. need to lower the ISO on that yeah, bitch. I'll make sure. To, <laughs> right. I'll make sure to post those. Okay, Mary. You have, Mary. <laughs> Mary. <laughs> um, in between cleaning out your room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Legitimately. Uh, some members of the team then did a kind of like seance thing Mood. where they sat around a table and used a Ouija board. Mood. Um, or it was something like a Ouija board. Okay. Uh, participants began to vocalize questions to pro- prompt the table itself to respond. I don't know. Same. Um so it looked like the team was, quote, able to communicate with various ghosts, including members of the original family who bought the home. Okay. Um, and then they had a paranormal conversation with the spirit of Sir Alexander Tillock. Okay. Uh, or no, the guy's first wife. Oh, um, okay. Apparently she's unhappy that they had a nightclub there, yeah, which was well, taboo. no shit. Yeah, obviously. Because, I mean, they're from the 1800s, right? Yeah, dude. So. She's like, what is this debauchery occurring <laughs> in my house? What is this noise that you call music, the young sorcery. man? <laughs> yeah, right? And it's just like, Back in my day, we had real musicians. DJ Callan. She's like, just screaming in abject horror. And there's Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide, and she's like, ah! Look at what is that? Um we oh and it she considers it also disturbing to her young daughter who yeah, also probably. apparently haunts the building. Mood I mean bitch you dead Me and my daughter be haunting You be dead You be dead You don't got no say <laughs> Um She dead dead And apparently mm. they actually made a deal with the ghost if the club owner started every evening by playing Mozart Oh, my God. The ghost would leave the living alone. Oh, my God. The owner agreed and proceeded to play Mozart every night as the club opened. Okay. As though the ghost of Galt's first wife was satisfied with the arrangement, the table began dancing to Mozart's Requiem Same. as the team from the, the paranormal investigating team channeled the spirits. I just, Same. like Okay, you know what? Be B-horror be movie. Let it's me, a campy yes. be horror movie. And also, let me just put it out there that, like, for her, Mozart was like friggin' Mr. Worldwide of her time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're just like, oh, that shit is banging. <laughs> what was the Justin Bieber said. of that time? Probably, actually, probably because he was like, he, he was quite popular with the ladies. So it's probably he's like, oh my god, Bieber. And It's just like, oh no, fuck, fuck. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna stop there. Um, despite that, uh. The club was closed in February of 2013 and then was reopened as Club Le Sanc, which is its current mm. incarnation. Yes. Um, whether or not any more strange and frightening stories have emerged <laughs> since the club's changed name is unknown at this time. <laughs> so there's a lot of theories about the ghosts, like who they are, mm-hmm. um, saying that someone could be members of the city's past wealthy elite yeah. um, to those who received autopsies in the funeral home that that would make the most sense to me yeah to be honest yeah um and like back then i don't imagine there to be many funeral homes so it was probably Probably the only in that area so like all dead people in that area went through there i mean (laughs) all people who weren't murdered and left in a ditch yeah 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 um which i think there was a lot of back then yeah maybe maybe (laughs) uh um hold on yeah so that's pretty much sorry i keep yawning mary needs more caffeine by all appearances, this is one of the most haunted buildings in downtown Montreal. I love it when they say shit like that cuz it's like it's not that big of an area theoretically speaking, you know what I mean? Montreal's pretty big. It is, but I mean like when they're like the most haunted, you're like, yeah. But I mean, how many... I think for Montreal though because it it's one of the older cities. It it's is. kind of like Kingston, right? Like mm. there's supposedly a shit ton of haunted places. So yeah. I guess it is saying quite a bit if it actually is thought to be the most haunted. Yeah. Whereas, it's just still yeah. funny to me. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's... Eh, meh. Meh. <laughs>
1: so all that's right. my haunted
0: nightclub. Yeah. That was a long one. There was a shit ton yeah, of history. There was a shit like, ton of history. Because it changed hands so many times yeah. and it had all these stories. But that's also why I, like, put it on the back burner. I was like... Yeah, because this one actually had... It didn't really have stuff in terms of believability, I think. Yeah. Like, not much to substantiate it. Yeah. But it had a lot of, like different variety of stories right yeah, yeah, yeah i think rather than the there were some spooky noises and you he heard footsteps down the stairs which is probably just your dad taking a piss in the middle of the night yeah honestly right anyway um so the brief story that i was going to tell about my dad um i have like a tiny little terrarium that i put together last year but it has oh. a cactus, a little round cactus, oh. and it has one little flower on it, one little pink flower. And my dad's—it's not quite a flower; it's a bud. It's, no, it's a bud. Yeah. And I'm like, i, I put it out to my dad. I was like, look at it, and he's been calling it its nipple. He's like, I've seen the nipple. The nipple looks very nice. So that—that that was it. That—that's—that was the whole story. I thought it um, looked like a pimple, but I guess yeah, nipple is probably a little yeah, nicer. I didn't, I didn't think of nipple either when I saw it. But he's been—he but he's—you he, know how he is. He's like—he yes. says, he says nipple, and then he giggles.
1: He's yes. like a little
0: fucker. But yeah, okay. So my my story is not quite as long. Um, it's actually pretty short. Um, I couldn't find much on it because it happened in North Bay, <laughs> which is like. I love how you're throwing shade at North Bay already. Dude, nobody fucking. There's no. They, they have like one news source, and it never hits here. So um, yeah, I'm gonna I've been be, to North Bay once. Have you? It was. Just, it was North just, Bay. It's okay. just. It doesn't feel like it's that far up north. No. I think we ended up go- eating at a Swiss chalet there. <laughs> oh, my God. Eat I think me. we wa- we walked through the Walmart. Oh. Yeah. That was when Kara and I were camping, and then it was oh. raining, so we couldn't have the campfire out. So we're like, let's just drive to North Bay and have dinner there. Yeah, dude. That's, yeah. Might as well make use of your time, right? Yeah. So I'm going to be talking about Guy. I always want to say Guy. I always want to say Guy, but I know it's Guy. Guy LeBlanc. So, this takes place in the Mar- in March of 2013, um, and at the time, he was 47 years old, and like I said, they were in North Bay, and this takes place in, for any of you that do live in North Bay, sorry for the shade. Um, but, <laughs> Are you, though? Eh, this takes place in Trout Lake Road, the Trout Lake Road apartment complex, if you're familiar with the area. So, he lived- I feel like North Bay is big enough that people might not be like, meh.
1: Yeah. It's not
0: very big, but it is big. Because. I'm sure, yeah, but Trout Lake Road is also a specific area, so, yeah. but anyway, um, so he lived there, and he was friends with several of his complex neighbors, many of which are elderly, I guess it's just, like, one of those, just, like, where my aunt lives, or it's just, like, an older population. Like, it's not, it's not quite a retirement home, it's yeah. just where people end up after retirement. yeah. yeah. So, um, on March 18th, 2013, police received a 911 call at 5.43 a.m. about a victim of stabbing. So, they showed up to this apartment complex to find an 87-year-old man stabbed, and then horrors from there as they discover a terribly tortured 77-year-old woman. Oh, no. So, I'm going to start from the beginning. LeBlond had been suffering from depression for some time, and, uh, was no longer experiencing joy from the things he used to do, like playing bass or whatever, and he okay. was withdrawing socially. Um and he, the thing is, he had been friends with people in the complex. He had been living there for many years. He mm-hmm. had made friends with them, but they even noticed that like, he was withdrawing socially. On the night of March 17th, he experienced what seems to be a psychotic episode, um, which apparently can happen to folks of his age who are suffering from untreated depression for a prolonged hmm. period of time. So um, he believed that there were six people who had wronged him or had he had wronged, and uh, he had to hurt them to right all the wrongs. Oh. And he was hearing voices that oh, were directing no. him to carry out this attack, and this first one, wa- the first attack was at, towards a seventy-seven-year-old woman, who suffered very greatly that night. Um, despite the fact that they had been good friends for years, oh. so I'm gonna say the trigger warnings now. There's sexual assault, torture, mutilation, and cannibalism. Oh shit! Yeah. So on the night of March seventeenth, two thousand and thirteen, he broke into her apartment. He pushed her onto her bed and then tied her hands to the headboard. He told her, in a quote, I will pay you back in pain. It's a new world. So, what? Yeah. He stuffed a towel in her mouth uh, to muffle her screams and then tortured her, sexually assaulted her, and mutilated her for several hours. Holy shit. Yeah. And as he, as he was mutilating her, he would eat chunks of her flesh. Oh. So he would cut it off and he would eat them because he believed that eating her flesh was a sacrifice the people that he himself had longed in his life and that was like wrong sorry in his life and that's like his punishment please explain my face right now yeah she's just like disgusted and shocked and confused um so when he was done with her um what and like whether or not he knew she was still alive is like unclear mm-hmm. um he went to th- I was and- like he cared no but he went to another apartment complex and that's when he went to the 87 year old man that i mentioned earlier um, so, uh, sorry, another apartment in the complex. I'm tripping over my words here. Um, so he broke into that apartment and bound the 87 year old man's hands with electrical cord, and then cut him with a knife. So after a while of cutting him, Leblanc left for an extended period of time, Lord knows why. But uh, during this time, the 87 year old man was able to free himself. So then, when Leblanc came back and he stabbed the man, like the 87 year old man was like fighting him back, um, Leblanc stabbed him in the chest. And then he tossed him a phone so he could call an ambulance. So there's confusion about whether or not he thought that they had actually, like, not, like, were about to die. So he's like, Mm -hmm. you could call them and they could come get you. Or if there was a break, there's, there's, there's they're not sure what happened because he himself, his own recollection is obviously muddy as fuck. Yeah. Muddy as fuck. So, um, the, that's when the police arrived and they arrested him and they rescued the two victims. Both victims survived which is a good thing. However, both now require assisted living, of oh, course. yeah. Because they went from independent living to being horribly attacked. Not, um, and not just like... I would just not want the security yeah. of yeah, having yeah, yeah. someone there. Oh, yeah. So LeBlanc never made it to the remaining four people that he thought had, he had wronged him or that he had wronged. Remember? Because it said there were six. So that, that was the part that was kind of confusing to me. Like, he... Some of them... He was like, "Oh, they hurt me," but to others, he was like, "I hurt them." So he has to kill all of them or m- m- hurt all of them in order to make it right. So well, it, I mean, at this point, logic doesn't—it's you gone, just can't really apply out logic. Out the fucking right? window, yeah, yeah. Um, so um, he was deemed clinically not responsible. Of course, um, it was clear that he experienced a psychotic episode, but he had no history of violence or mm-hmm. sexual assault. Um like there was nothing he was just clean 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 as a whistle and then he just like broke um yeah. so the, of course during the trial there was no clear diagnosis because these things take a long time and because it was undiagnosed for so long yeah they have to assess fully so he was held in psychiatric hold um and the psychiatrists and the forensic psychologist psychologists or whatever they were all assessing him say that the people who had wronged him or had been wronged by him had quote infiltrated his brain and controlled his behavior like the idea of them and yeah. the voices controlled his a- actions. So they were telling him, you have to go do this, this, and this. You have to eat her flesh. You have to attack her, whatever. Yeah. This is the only way to make it right. And like I said before, it was like a sacrifice. Like, he was eating her flesh because it was a sacrifice to right the wrongs that he personally had done. So, like, I like. of course, we can't okay. make sense of it. Yeah. Because it's not a sensical situation. Um, so, despite this, he faced 10 criminal charges including attempted murder, aggravated sexual assault, sex assaults, assaults with a knife, and unlawful confinement involving the two victims. And he was also added to the Canadian Sex Offender Registry for Life, and he had to hand over his Mm -hmm. DNA sample, whatever. Now... What happened is not clear because the North Bay Nugget did not report on but, it. And is no one, that what it's called? It's called the North Bay Nugget. Oh Isn't that my so cute? God. Um, that's their news source. And, like, there's, I don't know, I, I, I scoured. I couldn't find anything. Turns out there's a lot of people named Guy LeBlanc. <laughs> a lot of people. And, like, you put in, like, 2013, stabbing, cannibalism, uh, friggin' like March, uh, whatever it was, 2013, like, specifics. But because they haven't released the names of either victim, of course, Mm -hmm. I couldn't find anything else. So it's not clear on where he is now or what happened to him. However, they said, like, the psychiatrist himself said it's likely that he will be in psychiatric hold for the rest of his life. Because this is a huge break. (coughs) Sorry, my throat's getting dry. It's a huge break break to experience yeah so like even if he I guess quote unquote returns to the rational thought like yeah. just just the idea of having done what he did would fuck him up yeah and there's there's a lot well for you to get to that stage there's a lot of underlying problems that need to be mm-hmm. addressed and, and they haven't been for a long time they haven't been and on top of that like rehab is such a long process there's no way he's going to be in there for three months and then go walking like yeah if he is back out in public. It's after years and years and years, and like I can't even like I don't fault somebody who when that happens because he did, he doesn't even know what happened. Like yeah. for, for him, it's like in a completely different world. He just just you remember like the, how the psychiatrists have pieced it together is from interviewing him and his current well at the time twenty thirteen his current state of mind at that time mm-hmm. and what the victims themselves are able to recollect from the yeah. attack. So it's just kind of like. That's, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. And to think, like, you have no history of anything. Like, you're just, up until that point, you're a model citizen, yeah. you know? And you're making friends with your neighbors. Like, they know you well. You've you've known each other for many years. You've been living together. And then something breaks, and you become a violent offender. And it's just... It's kind of interesting how, like, like violence, You you almost wonder if maybe there was some underlying violence to him like maybe yeah. he he was never like you know as a rational person you know sometimes when you get so angry you want to hit something but right you, as a rational person you're like no yeah that's ridiculous yeah, yeah, yeah i'm not gonna hurt this person no but like you know when mental illness removes that sort of thinking and rationalization yeah. Yeah. and stuff then you have no inhibitions of that yeah so like oh well, he was also ex- and he's hearing voices and he's yeah. thinking he has to because that has to come from somewhere, right? Yeah, like, yeah. that's what, I mean, I don't know enough about psychology to be like, because not everyone who experiences those kinds of mental breaks turn to violence. No. Because their personalities and it's, the stuff honestly, that they keep inside them are to different. To me, it sounds like paranoid schizophrenia gone wrong. Yeah, that, like, because the voice is telling him to vo- do stuff. That's yeah, very paranoid. And then having to right his wrongs and other people's wrongs. And yeah. like this, this sacrifice, like the mention of the sacrifice and the sacrificial actions, it sounds very much like that. Um, but considering it was such a violent break, I don't know. It makes me, of course, like this is just I'm talking out of my ass, so free and like I'm not, I'm not an expert. I'm not commenting as an expert, but like it makes me think that there was at some point also violence towards him, like you said, while he was growing yeah, up, yeah, which experiencing, isn't, like, but it's not necessarily like. Like, I'm not even just talking about me, right? Like, if I ever had any kind of mental break like that, I know for sure that I would end up doing something violent because I have so much pent-up anger and, like, frustration. And, you know, as a neurotypical, mentally mostly healthy person, Mm -hmm. like, I have... I don't necessarily feel the urge to actually go and hurt someone. Yeah, no, no, no. And I have other ways of turning that aggression into Mm -hmm. something else yes but like you know you remove that level of thinking yeah and i'm sorry but you're fucked (laughs) Yeah, because i'm yeah she's stabby i'm stabby Um, but that's that's yeah so like i don't know it's just it's such a sticky situation and there's no update and I, i was reading across four three or four articles and those are the only ones that i was able to find and those were the updates at the North Bay Nugget. See, look, North Bay Nugget. It's so um, fucking cute. Isn't it? But those were the updates. The last time they updated it was May 22nd, 2013. Yeah. So, like, and I have nothing since but then. I guess so. I also see this as just one of those cases. Like, he's in psychiatric hold. Like, what else is there to report, right? Yeah, he's, yeah. And like those, um, like, expert witnesses said, there he's probably never going to leave. Yeah. And so there's it, not exactly any interesting updates. Like, yeah. And because it's so like convoluted of a situation, and like there's, a, he's not allowed anywhere near the victims ever again. Mm, of course, well, right? I wonder why. Yeah, but like there's there's like testimony that needs to be taken from multiple places. Mm-hmm. They have to call it in, and he's like in the hospital. Yeah, because retro retrospectively diagnosing someone is. A bit. It's very hard. Because, yeah. I mean, diagnosing anyone in real, like, in real time, I, you know what I mean, uh, Yeah, though, yeah, right? yeah. As, like, it's, as it's unfolding, yeah. Yeah, is kind of easier because you have a clearer picture. But if mm-hmm. you're gathering other people's opinions, um, as well as this person's already affected and cloudy yes. yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. testimony, like... And digging backwards and trying to piece together, and especially... Let's say um this is not this was not actually posted anywhere so this is me just posting or like posing a situation. Let's say Leblanc in particular like has no family here, or they don't know where his family is, Mm -hmm. or there's no contact and like they ask the neighbors. How do you know anything? How do you know anything? And you have somebody like you said who's clouded right now. How do you know anything about his upbringing, about what experiences he's had, what his own... Like, obviously, with he, there's no criminal history at all of him doing anything violent. Yeah, or what like, could have triggered that initial yeah. depression. Yeah, and so, like, there's so many things to take into consideration. And, like, again, I don't know if his family is actually contactable or not, or if they're even... I don't know. I have no idea. But, like, imagine a situation where he, they aren't. Or even mm. if they are, and they're like, we don't understand why he did this, but uh, obviously something happened. You know, obviously he's experienced things in his life and then you you're like who's lying, who's hiding stuff, who's yeah. just willfully obtuse. And who's- I guess the other the other thing also is like the trigger could be something small. There could mm-hmm. like, you know, we we talk about serial killers where they've had a shitty past, they've had violence inflicted upon them yeah. and you know, like they react based on what they were basically taught as children. Yeah. But in many cases people are perfectly normal. Yes. And even for a a good part of their lives, or even for most, like, their entire life, mm-hmm. they're mentally, like, neurotypical. Yes. I, I'm not sure if neurotypical is the right word. I mean, neurotypical has become more of a broad usage. It was originally used to... Um, refer to like autism spectrum disorders yeah because i know that's neurodivergent and neurotypical but people have been using it for like mental health in because general. it is also neurologically yeah like linked yeah um but like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. um or quote-unquote able-minded yeah yeah whatever yeah, yeah. um but no history like, of mental illness or yeah. if there is history it's very like brief and like during time like when yeah. you've had experienced major loss or something, because people, I know people go through depressive episodes when they experience grief. Doesn't mean mm-hmm. that you're going to be depressed for life. It just yeah, like yeah. that's why psychology is such a weird fucking field. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. anything goes to yeah. be honest. Yeah, so and like anything could change at the drop yeah. of a hat. Right, like this, like he might not have had, and that's the thing about depression too, right? Like that's one of the major misconceptions is that Mm. you have something to be depressed about no you might not it's just the chemicals in your brains going Mm. like fuck you well just like at the beginning of like when i mentioned at the beginning because i was transitioning when i like was taking my meds my brain just went (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean it was just like okay and so i just kind of kicked at it a little bit being like all right pick up pick up it'll pick up soon and like but even that was like a certain trigger right but sometimes sometimes it's just nothing oh yeah sometimes it's like um it's kind of like mutations, like you have some genes that if I, my genetics could be way off because keep in mind this has been a long time since I oh yeah and things might have changed stuff, since too right yeah, right? yeah. but yeah. like you know sometimes you do have like a randomly mutated gene it doesn't do mm. anything because mm-hmm. chances are like half of your genes don't seem to do much at all yeah uh, half most. okay most most yeah. of your genes um, actually apparently. All the quote unquote junk DNA that we thought was just probably junk. It probably d- does shit. We just don't know what it does. They're, they do shit. Yeah. They're important. They're very A lot important. of it is also like the telomeres. Yeah. That yeah, kind of yeah. Too, right? Protecting your DNA. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. like, you know, you don't know what half, like, and half the time the effect is so small and so minimal, it mm. doesn't do any kind of change. No, right. that's noticeable. Yeah. But it could, but like, you know, your chemical balance could be kind of like that. Like yes. something just slightly changes. And it's just a cascading effect of fuck yeah. ups. Yeah. And there is no actual specific trigger. It's not something you ate. It's not any medication. It's not a life event. It's just that. Yeah. And it just <laughs> happens. And like that, that's, in, they're all valid. All different kinds. However, it onsets is all valid. Yeah. Just, it just, it just sucks. Like, I didn't even know that when you're like at roughly 47 years old, if you've had depression for a long time, it can, you can have psychotic breaks. Like, that's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. Like... And how do you even, know, like, there's people who don't even know that they're depressed because yeah. they just think that that's life. And it's, like, imagine exactly. you just think it's life. And then all of a sudden you're eating people. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's, the way you said that, just, like, and suddenly you're a cannibal. Like, but you know what I Same mean? Like, it's it's terrifying to think yeah. about how, like, like, if you, like, well, c- especially because, like, mental health awareness is, like, way less known with like older generations and like yeah and people of certain cultures too absolutely so like and like can you just imagine like you just think like life sucks and that's it and then like well that's the thing like I always wonder maybe I have or have had undiagnosed mental conditions Mm -hmm. that I always thought like no it can't be that because it doesn't seem as extreme but like you know how I have a very high physical pain tolerance yeah That could apply mentally too. I could just be like, tucking it away. Yeah, like, okay, it's It's not as bad. Which is not necessarily a bad thing, I think. Like, if you tell yourself it's not as bad, then it kind of. Makes it not as bad until it, you know, blows up in your face. But you know, (laughs) in the meantime, in the meantime, right? Yeah, but you know, like, but that's that's why I went and I got antidepressants last summer because, like, I had a huge brain crash, like a huge Mm. brain crash. And you never thought that you were like going through that until you were like, well, hold on. And then I, because this is not normal. Yes, and it was like because I experienced a lot. I, I know I've mentioned it before, but the first half of 2018 was really fucking bad. And it was just like, once I thought it was okay, though. You're absolutely right. Because I was yeah. like, whatever. I survived it. And yeah, I was just exactly. carrying on with my life. I like was doing other work and whatever. And then all of a sudden, it was just like... like Because I always think about... It. Like, in high school, I think... I always kind of put that as a benchmark. Because I'm pretty sure there was something going on there. because <laughs> <laughs> Hello, yeah. suicide. Yeah. Ideation. Yeah, um, for sure. And so I always kind of like, okay, it's not as bad as it was back then. And I was fine back then. So it can't be that bad now. But, but no. then it's also like, was I fine back then? Yeah. Am I fine now? Because there's a difference <laughs> between surviving and living. You know, there's yeah. a huge difference. <laughs> it's like that, that um, I haven't seen Brooklyn Nine, but I keep seeing this, like, I like everywhere. I was lightly stabbed. I love Rosa. No, that's not Rosa. No, that, that, was that was Rosa. Uh, that was uh, Captain Holt. Yeah, he's I like I was lightly stabbed. stabbed. Like that's kind of how it is, right? Yeah. Like people are like, "Holy shit, are you okay?" I'm like, "I'm fine." Yeah, it's but, just I was just lightly stabbed. Yeah, but again, there's a difference between surviving and living. And I think yeah. a lot of people conflate the two. You're like, "Yeah, well, I'm doing on... fine." It's like you're doing fine, surviving, but like, are you feeling content in your life? Like, are you yeah. able to have? find joy are you able to like spend time with yourself and be okay and like uh, you know anyway and some people have never we known have proselytized kind of for way too long pro- what proselytized oh, I'm going to look it up for the pro pr- like we we've basically been preaching ties I'm going to just because it ha- convert or attempt to convert from one oh, okay but <laughs> well, advocate <yeah. laughs> advocate or promote belief okay anyway um I, I we're advocates for mental health, okay? Okay, um, sure. So anyway, I um, really got to pee. <laughs> so do I. But let me just wrap it up. Um, so we're on uh, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram at Canada Obscura, all one word. Head us up. I've been posting more there lately. Hello, hello. Come say hi. Come I talk. I posted to me. an Instagram story yesterday. Oh, did my you? My fucking haunted hospital. Oh, did you? Yeah, on the, the account? Were, yeah. The lights oh, were flickering. Oh, I didn't see it. I have to go back and watch it. It's um, literally just lights flickering. Oh, still though. Still. Oh, I'm proud of you. You did you did a thing. I did a thing. It's, oh, fuck. That was one of the meds that I keep on my bedside so I remember to take them. Um you, we also have an email, a Canada at gmail.com. Hit us up with whatever. Uh this is episode 49. Next episode is episode 50, which yeah! is a big milestone. Uh we do have some fun stuff. It's not going to be a regular one. It's going to be a bit of a a bit of a fun one. Um it's it's a fuck it episode, but not quite. No, no, no. This one is <laughs> planned. Like I <laughs> literally not like the last fuck it. I, I planned shit out. Like it's I'm. I, I think we're gonna have fun. But yeah, I got go pee. Yeah. All right. So thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed yourselves. Take care of yourselves, and we'll see you next week for big episode number fifty. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Okay, I'm fighting you. <laughs> go, go. I've you been go first. holding it the entire episode, like what ten the? minutes in. And girl, I was like, fuck. Girl. I have to pee. Oh my god. Well, I'm, I'm just like, going no, we can't stop now. This is so many sounds. Hello. <laughs>